0: This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 245. Hey there, Zenners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, in this episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about a program called the Whole30 program. I recently had some friends that swear by this as an eating plan. And um, I'm not really interested in joining a air quotes, air bunnies plan per se. But I'm always looking for ways to eat just a little bit healthier. So I was curious about this at this program, and I decided to look into it because just like we did a sh- uh, an episode recently on paleo and veganism or vegetarianism paganism uh, <laughs> as we as it was called paganism right. uh, you know i thought is this something that not the friends i'm referring to are not plant-based they are not vegetarian or vegan but uh you know i thought i'm gonna look in to see if this is even something that is the jives with that is this mm-hmm. does this um even sync up with that. So I started to do a little bit more research because I just like the name, right? The Whole30. I mean, right. it sounds like really clean. And so, of course, I was very interested.
1: Right. And so it's not just just uh, a question. It's not a diet per se as, it, as much as it is just a kind of a cleanse, right? That's how I took sort it. And that's
0: cleanse. where the 30 part comes from because it's really only for 30 days. So mm-hmm. um, it's really just a, a – I saw it more as, as a cleanse. It's not really an overall – Way of eating, although the uh, the goal, one of the goals, anyways, is to help you change your relationship with food, and also to help you kind of clean reset, reset your your uh, your body. Anyways, um, well, I'm not. I'm just gonna go straight to the spoiler. This plan really doesn't work for a veg or veg lifestyle very well. Uh, but so what we're gonna talk about, we're gonna talk a little bit more about it because we do have a lot of folks on in our community that are do eat some meat. So maybe they're vegetarians. But I want to talk just a little bit about the program. What this is not is this is not to bash the Whole30 program. I think it's probably worked well for some people. Like I said, our friends that have mentioned it, they swear by it. They love it and it works for them. And of course, you know, as we always talk about here, pay attention to what works for you. And if that works for them, I certainly would not would not uh, criticize that. I think that's something that is important to them. So I certainly am not out to bash the Whole30 program. But what we're just going to do is explain a little bit about what the program is and what we like about it, what we didn't like about it, and then how you can take away some of the the things that I do like about it and incorporate those maybe into the way you eat, into mm-hmm. some of the things. So taking so as I say, not, t- not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, <laughs> taking some of the good stuff out of it and seeing if you can use some of that stuff. Right. All right, but first, exciting—we're starting to get ratings again on iTunes. Yay, Yay. Kermit the Frog, wavy hands. It would be
1: all right. So yes, we do have a new review from uh, Chasey Kitchen, and it says that I like the title of this. Not what I thought it would be, but great anyway. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> so the now the review. I'm glad we're a good surprise, right? The review says... I was looking for a podcast to maybe combine healthy lifestyle with Zen, so I found the newer episodes of this podcast. They don't really do what I thought I was looking for. However, I enjoyed them so much that I decided to start from the beginning. I have only listened to the first 14 of these so far, and they are enjoyable and informative, and I plan on completing this series and the newer series. Cool. That's so awesome. awesome. I'm I'm glad, and I think that kind of fits in with our, our whole way of doing things mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. is that even if it's even if we're not always talking exactly about what you're looking for, I think i I like to think that we're still
0: providing interesting information yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, glad you are with us, and we really appreciate you taking some time to leave us a rating if you haven't done so. We would greatly appreciate it. We read all of our five star ratings on the air because we appreciate them so much, and how that helps support the show is that that helps bump us up in the iTunes search engine and more people find us. Which, of course, I mean we want to we want to connect with as many people as we can, so we really appreciate that. Now, some more exciting news.
1: More exciting news. Yes. Dun,
0: dun, dun. We have a new member of the Golden Apple Roundtable.
1: Kermit Wavy Hands. Woo! Ooh.
0: And what that means is we have a new supporter on our Patreon campaign. So if you're not familiar with what Patreon is, at patreon.com, P A T R E O N.com, forward slash vegetarian zen to get straight to us. Uh, this is a platform that was designed to help members of supporters of artists and in this case podcasters support their peeps so uh in this case this is to help support some of the costs from running our podcast we've been doing this now for i can't even believe i'm saying this we're just i can still see us downstairs in our living room talking about forming this podcast Yeah, and i swear we did not even know what five years ago Mm -hmm. and it was right when we became vegetarians i thought okay maybe we can talk about like 10 things yeah and if we're going to do this weekly, we can really do this weekly and have, talk more about ten, than 10 things. Well, we had no idea. Yes, we we just took a leap of faith. We just started talking. And before you knew it, we started hearing from people and that they were listening to the podcast. So we were really happy about that. Actually, it took a little bit of while. It looked, took a little bit of time, maybe like 40 episodes before mm-hmm. we... We weren't sure if the microphones Actually, were on. Yeah. Is the iTunes feed on or <laughs> what's going on? But uh yeah, so we started this podcast weekly and here we are two hundred and forty five episodes later. Yeah, I cannot believe that. Four and a half years. Yeah. More than four and a half years. Right. But anyway, so the, the cost of running a podcast, there a lot of people don't realize that it's not just about, you know, recording yourself on a tape recorder or something and old school a tape <laughs> recorder. <laughs> reel to real. And uh <laughs> sending the film in to <laughs> sending the tape the in film. to <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sending the tape into the recording studio. No, it's uh, y- you know, we have costs of media hosting and uh, another cost that the equipment that we had our own setup and everything. So all of that costs some money, and we are so grateful to this group of supporters at our Patreon campaign that help keep the lights on here at Vegetarian Zen because they provide us with a monthly support anywhere from a dollar to fifty dollars a month, and so we are ever so grateful. And you want to announce our new sponsor
1: yes and you're, you're probably thinking by now that we forgot about
0: <laughs> no we i'm saying. there
1: i had that thread all i was right. following yeah, that thread. i know i was too just because i was looking at and my i would have turned iPad. 50
0: this year you know yeah. that's <laughs>
1: hey i got offered a senior discount at uh goodwill the other yeah. day my wife short. got carded
0: <laughs> i'm 46 people my and wife I, got carded she did yes they yeah. asked if she wanted a, a senior, senior discount. discount shut up <laughs> all right so anyway drum roll drum roll please oh okay drum roll
1: our new patron is michelle olender yay Ooh. rutabaga rock star so the
0: Ruta rutabaga Ruta rock star level we really appreciate your support of the show she's drinking wine <laughs> that had nothing to do with it you know i pronounce things like all wrong all the time but
1: thank you so much michelle your sticker is on the way To you, mailed it off today.
0: Yeah, and so at this support level, at various support levels, we have some Vegetarian Zen swag, and so she gets a sticker at this level. So thank you very much. All right. And not to mention, she gets added to our Golden Apple Roundtable on our website. Nice. Already done. All right. Are we ready to get into this main topic? Let's do it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what the Whole30 program is, and I am going to read some of the information just straight from their website. Uh, the Whole30 program website. And this was posted by co-creator Melissa Hartwig. And she... So she has uh, quite a bit of information here. And I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but I'm just going to read enough of that that to just to help you understand what the podcast... Uh, what the, podcast, <laughs> what the <laughs> program is about. Okay. So she says, certain food groups like sugar, grains, dairy, and legumes could be having a negative impact on your health and fitness without you even realizing it. Are your energy levels inconsistent or non-existent? Do you have aches and pains that can't be explained by overuse or injury? Are you having a hard time losing weight no matter how hard you try? So she goes on for a few more things like that, just some symptoms. And then she goes on to say, strip them from your diet completely. Eliminate the most common craving-inducing food inducing blood sugar disrupting gut-damaging inflammatory food groups for a full 30 days. So this is kind of where we talk about that it's a, it's a cleanse kind of right. thing. Right.
1: So, so it's talking about not just junk food. It's talking about even foods that are healthy. Yes. Uh, they're saying so things, things like the ones that you mentioned, like um, uh, sugars, um, well, grains, here's, legumes, yeah. things so like that. So here's
0: what she says the plan is. So eat moderate portions of meat... Seafood, eggs, lots of vegetables, some fruit, plenty of natural fats and herbs, spices and seasonings. Eat foods with very few ingredients that I can get into. I Mm -hmm. get that. All pronounceable that I get. Mm -hmm. And better yet, no ingredients listed at all because they're whole and unprocessed. Even better, right? So I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, okay. Avoid for 30 days. Do not consume added sugar real or artificial, no maple syrup, honey, agave, nectar, coconut, sugar, date syrup, stevia, splenda, equal, nutricity, that whole kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do not consume alcohol. Okay, there she started losing me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not even for cooking. Okay, now I left the room. (laughs) And ideally, no tobacco products of any sort either. I get that. I mean, if you're doing a cleanse, you want Mm -hmm. to try to do that. I, I would think, I know I have friends who smoke and that, probably would be very hard for them to do Mm, right Uh, okay so here's where we get a little bit more difficult i think for those of us who eat more plant-based do not eat grains this includes but is not limited to wheat rye barley oats corn rice bulgur sorghum sprouted grains all and all gluten-free pseudo cereals like quinoa amaranth and buckwheat this also includes all the ways we add wheat, corn, and rice into our foods in the form of bran, germs, starch, and so on. Again, read your label. So so you're eating celery for a month, basically, <laughs> right? Well, if you're plant-based, right? Because I then I watched a few videos as I was researching the information for this podcast. I watched some YouTube videos. Some of them were a little, one of them was really interesting. It had like five, looked like. Twenty early twenty-somethings that were trying this for the first time that didn't didn't eat very well to begin with, and uh, they just ate a lot of meat. I mean, there was mm. a lot there was a lot of meat that they they had. Now I'm not saying all this was for this particular video that I saw, and but they
1: all ended up with uh, coronary artery disease. Well, <laughs> in 30 days?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know, but um, anyways, they, the, every meal they had pretty much was being prepared with meat. Mm. So, okay. all right. So also this was kind of a hardcore thing too. Any even the smallest blip, if you accidentally eat an oat, <laughs> uh, it's you have to start again.
1: See, so,
0: I, I don't. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's not let's not spoil. Let's let's get into what we like about the program. Okay. Okay. So I made some commentary okay. notes as I was reading some of that there. Fair but, enough. All right. So obviously the emphasis is on whole foods, so eating real foods, attracted me in the first place. I was like, yes, because this has been a challenge for you and me, right? Mm-hmm. You and I have you and I have had trouble with. We became junk food vegetarians. This is what prompted us to start the podcast because we were, we were feeling really bad mm-hmm. and we weren't sure if we are going to be able to keep up with this until we started doing more research and then we thought, how many other people need this information? Which is right. why we wanted to share it with other people. So this obviously attracted me. Then um, no dairy. You and I have cut out dairy milk. We still mm-hmm. eat some cheese, but for the most part we we have cut out milk right lot, yeah which, for the most yeah. part uh let's see no tobacco or alcohol that's definitely a good one oh no msg sulfites or carrageenan sp- thank you <laughs> see that has nothing to do with the wine no. i can mispronounce stuff all the time on my own okay uh don't weigh yourself. I did like that. I think there's too much of an emphasis on weight loss many times with a lot of these plans where it's more about trying to get healthy. And they say that too. Emphasis mm-hmm. is on being healthy, not just on weight loss. And make it makes you, now this is one of their goals. Uh, it makes you rethink your relationship with food. So that's that was one of their goals. But I'm mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit about why I may or may not agree with that. Right. All right. So what turns us off? You want to talk a little bit about that? Right.
1: Uh, sure. So there's a, uh, there's a page and I guess this is a page on their website. Uh, now Vicki did the the research for this episode, which is why I'm asking.
0: <laughs> yes. It's a, there's a page on their website. Right. That's, on their website that yeah.
1: addresses, uh, plant-based diet and will this work for people who are on a plant-based diet? And even they on that page say that technically you're really not doing the whole 30 program if you're a vegetarian or vegan, because, you know, you're not eating the meat, you're not eating. And I mean, you, it's harder for a vegetarian or a vegan not to consume grains or legumes and still get enough protein. That's That's the thing is that if you're doing this, and you're not eating any, any beans or any other protein, you know, uh, and you're not eating meat, then yes or no, I guess you're not going to be getting enough protein. So then those people who ask you, well, how are you getting your protein? Well, you're not mm-hmm. with this. So mm-hmm. that technically, I mean, and and kudos to them for at least putting that on their site.
0: Yeah. Now this goes into the major turnoff. I'm gonna and I'm gonna address this because I mm-hmm. was I read this whole thing and I was getting a little annoyed with it, quite <laughs> honestly, but. So rather than just leaving it at that, because I think you can just leave it at that and say, hey, you know, if you want to still do this, you can still try it. It's not technically the Whole30 program because we do have meat in our program, but just stop it right there, right? Okay. But it goes on to really almost inviting vegetarians and vegans to reconsider their choices about not eating meat. Mm -hmm. And they don't do it in an ugly, nasty way, but it still... And they were straight up, they said they believe that animal protein is necessary for optimal health. I mean, that's a major disagree for us. okay, Maybe some people agree with that that are even listening on this podcast, but for us, that's a major disagree. Mm -hmm. And if I was seriously looking to get into this program, I just don't agree with that. And I think there's a lot of there's a, still a lot of controversy around that. I know there's plenty of doctors who think that way and I, but there are plenty of doctors who think that's not necessary either. So right. I, and that's the stand. that's the side I stand on. So, you yeah, know, that was kind of just, it was more, Hey, reconsider, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't on that. that. That was a turn off to me. Right. Um, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just
1: going to say, uh, something else that in reading through the, um, the direct text from their website that you had mentioned in the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple things that they say that I kind of I don't really agree with either, and and specifically uh, they it kind of makes some claims that it, that it will res- doing this for thirty days will restore. A healthy emotional relationship with food. And that I, I kind of have a little bit of an issue with that, because I think that if you have an eating disorder, or if you're an emotional eater, like I am, like lots of people are, or if you have a problem with sugar, I think that making a claim like that is very misleading, and can lead someone who has certain issues to have further problems.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've talked a little bit on the podcast previously that I do not have a good relationship with food, Uh, meaning that what I mean by that is I started dieting at a very young age and was at best, I would say, a binge eater. And then I even flirted with anorexia for a while in high school, not full out, but definitely could have headed that way. And uh, and now, you know, I have weight to lose because I I do think that it's because of that relationship Mm. that I've that and trying to be on a program like this, particularly one that this is this strict. I think would trigger that and would make me not have a good relationship with food. I think I'm just starting to reclaim that relationship, meaning I'm starting to incorporate more whole foods and, and eat better without thinking of it as any sort of diet plan. Right. You know, the air quotes right. again. So, um, yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, is that as vegetarians and vegans, we rely a lot on beans, grains, legumes. Mm. I mean, those are things that help fill us up. Right. And uh, I think I just looking at some of that, without that, I would be starving.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And then one other thing is that because it has kind of an all or nothing mentality, I mean, you know, we're not about that at all. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's one of our number one things that we kind of espouse. uh, And we have since the very beginning here uh, on, uh, on the podcast, on our website, on in our community is that it, whatever you're doing doesn't have to be all or nothing. If you have that mentality, it's almost setting yourself up for failure, Uh, and I think that, you know, the, the whole thing that kind of that what got you also got me is that if you have one little slip, Oh, that's it. It's over. You got to start all over again.
0: Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, it's funny, we're not like that about anything. Everything is kind of open and free to mm-hmm. us. We're just a couple of hippies over here. <laughs> but no, I agree with that. And that's, that's really one of the foundations of our whole podcast. The reason why we invite everybody and why our community is so diverse, meaning there are so there are people who have been vegan for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and some people that are just starting to reduce meat and or or to eat more plant based. And uh, I I think it's more because we say, hey, look, it's not all or nothing. I think some things, what turns some people off from trying to reduce is to say, oh, my God, I could never have that yummy hamburger I love. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe just not have it every day, you know, if right. you're trying to reduce or it's just not all or nothing. Right. Right. All right. So as I mentioned, I don't think, though, that we need to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Oh, poor baby. The- <laughs> let's let's see what we can take from this to to really... You know, to to uh, what what we can take away mm-hmm. that I think is a positive that you can still think about because one of the things I did appreciate while while they did say it makes you rethink your relationship to food. I think you have to be careful with that. But I do think that sometimes we just mindlessly eat as well. That's true. And like, for example, you and I, we traded our candy dish that was, even though it was empty, but that was in the middle of our table for the longest time. It's a beautiful dish, but I put it away and I put our fruit bowl right Mm -hmm. in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And I started to think we need to have this in front of us so that when we're hungry and we want a snack, we have a whole food Mm -hmm. and not necessarily whatever was in that bowl.
1: Right. And just just to disclaim that it, it didn't actually have like, candy, like chocolate. No, it, so it just had mint in it. So. <laughs> but it was still sugar. It was, still, it was sugar, still sugar, but at least it wasn't like Hershey
0: bars and stuff like that. So. Yeah. All yeah. right. So again, the emphasis on whole real foods, I really liked that. I liked mm-hmm. what they said about with no ingredients. Mm-hmm. I was already, oh, that's that's a really good way to kind of look at that. The, and that's the less. kind of the
1: same thing that we took away from the pagan uh, diet too, or the lifestyle, right. is that emphasis just on whole Foods. I mean, even though these two uh, plans, programs, diets, whatever you want to call them, don't emphasize as many whole foods as we would need, you know, at least the emphasis is there.
0: Right. They're right. saying
1: stay away from the processed stuff, stay away from the artificial stuff, you know, go for foods that are, are real and, and whole.
0: Right. Now, what I started thinking about, this is just Vicky thinking about this whole plan. And like I said, there's some things I really liked about it, what Mm -hmm. they had to say. But one of the things I started thinking was, hmm, well, what if instead of taking away foods, like the things they said to take away, you just start increasing the amount of whole foods Mm -hmm. that you eat. So for example, we didn't have that much of a healthy lunch this afternoon or late dinner, whatever, but I ate an apple too. Mm -hmm. And so somewhat countering some of that not so, you know, it was a kind Mm -hmm. of a process to process you lunch. Um, But that maybe we just counter that. Right.
1: Right. And, and here's the thing with that. If you increase the amount of whole foods that you're taking in, you're going to have less room for the processed stuff. That's right. If you eat the whole foods first. Now, if you go and eat a bag of Fritos and then, you know, go and have uh, steamed vegetables, that's probably not going to work very well for you. That's you need right. to eat the whole foods first. But if you focus on eating that first, so kind of reverse the way you, if you have been eating more processed foods or unhealthy, just reverse it. Um, so switch the, switch the amounts,
0: I guess. hmm Mm-hmm. So again, considered part of the the baby, I guess, <laughs> part that, that we want to stick with is is avoiding or reducing if you're someone who smokes, maybe just think about reducing a little bit. And then also drinks. I enjoy my wine, but I have been reducing because I think that that can have negative impacts over a period of time. Mm-hmm. So just being more aware uh, of that as well, rather than just saying, oh, I'm cutting out alcohol. I had a friend who did this that cut out alcohol and it, it it's like on day... 31 you're like you know downing
1: (laughs) three
0: bottles then uh you know i'm not saying that's what you did but i'm just saying that um it's kind of a short term again it's it's short term rather than practicing moderation throughout
1: well and you know that's a good point and we'll get back to talking about um increasing whole foods in a minute but that brings up a really good point because kind of, you know, when they look, when they look at this, or when they frame it as a, like a 30 day thing, then it kind of sets the sets, it's kind of sets you up in your head to say, okay, well, there's a countdown, like, okay, how many days do I have to do this, you know, it, it sets it up almost more like a chore than a lifestyle overall
0: change. Well, yeah. And on one hand, you can say, well, that helps you stick to it because you know it's not going to last forever. But on the other hand... It also, like you said, it is not really instilling in you a particular lifestyle. You can just go be a glutton for 60 more days and then come back and think, I'll just do it again for 30 days. So I don't know. And again, I don't want to judge too much because Mm -hmm. like I said, I I think that this has worked well Mm -hmm. for some people who say they feel a lot better and you can see how. I mean, I think that uh, there was something they referred to in one of the videos called tiger blood. They said that that's something apparently that these people experience after a certain amount of being on this this program. Uh, And that is they feel like really energetic. But when they were following these people, they did feel that kind of rush of Mm. euphoria, you you know, kind of thing for a while. But then they crashed, too. So, you know, it's kind of up and down. So, uh, you know, again, I think there's some. There's definitely some, I can see that cutting processed foods foods out can make you feel more energetic. So I'm certainly Mm -hmm. not advocating that aspect of it. I'm just saying, I think that it's probably not a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. you
1: know? Right. So So just real quick, uh, when we're talking about increasing whole foods in your diet, just to kind of um, offer a little encouragement Mm -hmm. to do that. And I need to keep these things in mind. Um, And we talk about these things on different episodes when we talk about different, you know. Uh, broader topics, but some of the things that can uh, happen when you increase the amount of whole foods in your diet, while at the same time decreasing the processed foods. So things like uh, lowering your cholesterol, your blood pressure, your blood sugar, right? Uh, Reversing or preventing heart disease, preventing or reversing obesity, lowering risk of cancer and diabetes, uh, slowing progression of certain types of cancer. Improve, now here's here's a good one: improving symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis or other inflammation based uh, uh, diseases. Mm-hmm.
0: And we've talked about that in the past mm-hmm. too. That a lot the processed foods inflame your body. Mm-hmm. Dairy Definitely. inflames your Definitely. body. So you can see how this would this following this type of eating eating more whole foods. And this is what what these are benefits of. By the way, mm-hmm. is uh, can can help with that. Right? right,
1: definitely. Uh, you know, and then the other thing that you were mentioning is just improve, uh, increase your energy overall, and improve the quality of your life. I mean, it, it when you're not so tired you know, it it makes you feel like you want to move more and exercise more and get out and do more things, which in itself is just, you know, exercise. Exercise doesn't have to mean going to the gym and and doing a hard workout for 30 minutes, you know, three times a week. I mean, just getting up and moving and going for a walk or going to the park or, you know, uh, whatever, that's exercise. That's moving.
0: Right. Another benefit of eating more process. I'm sorry, more whole foods <laughs> over processed food is that you increase the, or I'm sorry, decrease your cravings for that. Mm-hmm. So remember, exactly. processed foods are designed, they're like video games. They're designed <laughs> to, to pull you in and want give you that hit right Mm -hmm. that is designed to serve as bait to Mm -hmm. get you to want more so they say you can't just eat one potato chip you can't just eat one dorito you (laughs) you can't because these are designed to make you want more
1: yeah and you know what it's so funny i can still hear that jingle in my head do you remember that jingle yeah uh, no one can eat just one. No one can. No one can eat just one. Lay's brand potato chips.
0: Oh wow! I didn't remember the whole thing. Yeah. I could kind of hear the little song, and the jingle not, I didn't remember. The jingle lady. You remember words, crazy, like <laughs> for songs, crazy Do you, mad. You're yeah. the same with movies. <laughs> I'm like that with movies. It's it's so funny. I can quote movies, and she's like. How many times did you just see really that movie? Once. Just, just once. 25 <laughs> Somehow that ago. sticks, but she, she sings these songs, and, I, and I'm like, how did you know that? I learned it one time in first grade, and my kindergarten teacher sang it for us once, and she, like, remembers it. <laughs> 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 All right, so um, improving your immune system, improving your brain function, that's another mm-hmm. thing that obviously interests me because a, a whole food diet can help impre- increase your brain function. So uh, just so many benefits from improving, increasing the amount of whole foods that you eat over processed foods. So that is definitely part of the baby. That is Mm -hmm. the one part we want to keep. So really quick before we close out this uh, topic, I want to give five quick tips for cutting out processed foods. So first, stop or reduce the amount that you bring into your house to begin with. This is a big deal because you're going to eat what is available to you. If you have that candy dish filled with candy on the middle of your table and you just walk by, you're going to eat that over the apples or the oranges that you have on the back of the counter in the back of the kitchen that you don't see all the time. And you can't just eat one Oreo.
1: You cannot eat just one thin mint. I no. dare you, you can't do it. <laughs> don't bring them in the I house. told you the,
0: the story with thin mints, why I can't eat those anymore. Yes. Why I can't eat any chocolate mint is because when I was a kid, I stole from my grandmother. Well, not stole. I mean, it was in her pantry and she had it there. But I mean, took it I hid. snuck it. She would have never just given it to me. I'll say that. And I took one of those whole like columns of one and i I was probably Probably about seven or something (laughs) and i took it and i ran under into the bedroom and i was hiding and i was eating and i ate the whole thing and i felt so sick of my (laughs) stomach (laughs) never been able to eat thin mints so all right um the next tip is to start small even changing what you put into your morning coffee can be a start so Mm -hmm. think about are you putting in straight up milk? Are you doing what are you putting in there? Uh, you know what's really bad are those sweet those sweeteners like the, uh, what do you call those flavored? Uh, yeah, like the coffee mate. Yeah, flavored exactly. Stuff. There's so much exactly. artificial stuff in there. Yeah. Just start one meal at a time. And again, mm-hmm. we we always say just start one with one little thing. If you can say that, mm-hmm. that's eliminating a processed food. Taking that coffee mate out of your coffee, you are eliminating a processed food.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Even if you add, even if you replace it. You know, with um, half and half, still not mm-hmm. great, but it's a step better than the coffee mate. Right. And then you replace, after a while, you replace the half and half with soy milk or almond milk.
0: Right. You know, right. which
1: is, it's an acquired um, taste in coffee, but I actually like
0: soy milk and coffee now. I'm starting to, I'm starting to, like we do normally do the half and half, mm-hmm. but all right. And, and the other thing about starting with breakfast is that it sets the tone for the day. That can have a huge impact, right? Right. As soon as you're out of the gate, if you say, "Mm, I had that nice uh, grapefruit with, I don't know, I don't know what you had, but grapefruit, a healthy smoothie or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The last thing you want to do is have a a big unhealthy lunch, right? Right. You're going to start thinking, oh, well, I don't want to ruin what I just, you know, what I just did. You you can get yourself on a trend, in other words. Not that you're ruining it, but I mean, you know what I mean? That right. You're just more setting the tone, I think, right out of the gate.
1: Right. All right. So, rather, and we already talked about this a little bit, uh, rather than eliminating foods, just increase the amount of real foods uh, you eat. You know, and, and like we mentioned earlier, if you eat those first, you're just going to have less room for processed stuff.
0: Right. All right. Uh, Tip number four is when you're shopping, start with the produce. We've started to do this now. We've started to reverse because we always came in a certain door. And I just told Larissa the other day, I said, can we start over there? Because Mm -hmm. our store, we we start where we start is usually at the personal hygiene type of stuff. And then we move into the dairy egg section. And then we're moving around the store. And we don't hit the produce first. And by the time we hit produce, I'm kind of tired. Right. And I'm not as energetic and as enthusiastic as I was when we first walked into the store. Right. So, we have a big store. So, uh <laughs> I said, "Hey, let's start with the produce because I think when we fill the basket up with that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. then it makes me more inspired that I don't want to put that bag of chips next to my pretty bell peppers." You know right. what I mean? It's it's a little more inspiring when I've already filled up with uh mm-hmm. produce. Right.
1: All right, and then the last tip is uh to use so- social media platforms like our Pinterest boards that we have uh, that Vicky does such an amazing job and um, on keeping up with those. So use things like that to help you find foods and recipes that you can use. And there are so many, I mean, you can just do, you know, a a Google search for whatever it is that you're looking for a recipe for, and you'll get like 50,000, right. But it's kind of really nice to have a, have it in a social media setting. So you can actually kind of interact more with uh maybe the person who posted it, if it's on a blog or the you know, or if it's on Pinterest or leave a comment on Instagram or, you know, like it or whatever it is you do on all these different platforms. And then uh also, you know, in places like the Peas and Carrots Society. What up?
0: <laughs> what up I guys, I was just after about after to mention
1: that. I always have to pause after that <laughs> for the uh the requisite What up. Let's see? every time uh where you know you can interact with people and get real time uh or close to real time feedback on you know what did you like about this recipe uh you know how did you make it what what did you add or what did you change things like that so it's great for ideas did
0: you like it You know, that's the other thing. On Pinterest, you might, it's great. Pinterest is a great resource, but you might not see the person's, necessarily the person's uh, reaction or who made it. And yeah, (laughs) peas and carrots is an awesome, awesome group for for that kind of thing. Right. All right. So hopefully this has given you, this episode has given you a little bit more information about the Whole30. Again, if you, uh, this was, hopefully this didn't bash it either, because I don't think it's a bad program. I think anything that advocates more whole foods is definitely something good. I just I think the primary point that I did not agree with was about the leaning on the animal protein. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I I really wanted to say, "Hmm, have you read any of the stuff from the doctors Mm -hmm. and the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine? I think that's a lot of stuff that would contradict that. So anyways, um, hopefully this is giving you some insight and also giving you some things that maybe you can take away even if you're not interested in doing the Whole30 program. All right. Speaking of awesome, awesome recipes from our peas and carrots. What up? The recipe of this week. What's that? I said, see how I did that? I totally flipped it. (laughs) (laughs) The recipe for this week comes from our peas and carrots member, Gina Stuckey-Burkle. And she had an amazing, amazing picture of some vegan meatloaf and crispy garlic roasted potatoes. Uh, She got the recipe is from Jessica in the Kitchen, jessicainthekitchen.com, and also jessicagavin.com. There's another, there was two, the recipes were on two different sites, which there will be links to both of those in the show notes. And if you are not part of our peas and carrots group, why not? Why not? You need to go out to <laughs> facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash vegetarian zen. There you will see a couple of questions that we we'll only let you in. And if you answer both of those, because we want to make sure we're very protective of our little community here. We want to make sure that well, little we're about, we're about two that. We're over mm-hmm. 2000 now, over aren't two. we? Yeah. yeah. We're over 2000 now, uh, but we're very protective of our community. We want to make sure there's not any spammers and that the people, there's no bullies coming in and that kind of thing. So we just have a couple of simple questions that we ask that you answer before we let you in. And, uh, and then, you know, you'll be part of this community that, as we mentioned previously, they are so helpful with so many things, not just recipes, but any sort of uh, issues you might be dealing with with family, accepting your food choices, that kind of thing. And so many topics that come up in that group. It's a great group. So again, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. All right. So one of uh, the other things we wanted to talk about really quickly. We every week we like to talk about a product or a resource that we want to promote, and this week I wanted to talk about a video that I came across on YouTube, and it's called Power Foods for the Brain. And this was—I an, not talked a little bit earlier when we were talking about some improving brain function mm-hmm. as part of eating whole foods. Uh, but I was talking to my sister the other day. Now both of us are pushing fifty. And we started talking a little bit jokingly too about memory lapses and now both of my my sister and I are both overweight, and we grew up eating a lot of saturated fat. We grew up in a traditional kind of Hispanic household where we had a lot of meat and greasy meat on top of that so you know, you start, you start to think, oh, well, maybe that's just part of getting older. Well, I was reading this video. I'm reading this video. I was watching this video. At see, see, there I go. I was watching this. I was watching this video that talked about how you can eat certain foods to help with your brain function. Right. And I, I just don't think that, and my mom and I were just talking about this earlier today too, I don't think it's necessarily part of getting older. I think there are things that we do for a long time that when you get older, they start to manifest. So maybe that's why you think it's part of getting older. But I think there are things you can do to actually reverse and foods you can eat that help can help you reverse any sort of slowing down in your brain. So anyways, I, th- I came across this video. I really liked it a lot. I'm going to attach a link for you guys in the show notes if you're so inclined to view it. It's not a very long video. I, it's 17 minutes long, so it's not very long, but it's very interesting. So if you're uh, if, if that's something that interests you, then feel free to check it out.
1: Yeah, I think I can embed that. Uh, it's If it's on YouTube, I can embed it right into our uh, show notes. page. Oh, cool. That's even better. All right, what's the question this week? Question, have you tried the Whole30 program? And if you have, what has been your experience with it? Or if you haven't, what what was the reason that uh, if you consider it and decided not to, uh, why?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I asked this question in our peas and carrots as well, and I had some responses. Mm-hmm. Uh, essentially, I think along the lines of what we had mentioned, why it didn't jive very well with a with a vegetarian vegan diet. Mm-hmm. Uh, lifestyle but uh, definitely want to hear what other folks have to say if you are interested in leaving us a comment you can head out to vegetarianzen.com and uh, that's forward slash 245 right. and you will see the show notes there and you can leave us a comment there or you can head out to our public facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. we always post a new post whenever a new episode comes out so you can leave us a comment there right Right. or you can head out to the peas and carrots and start a discussion there you'll get a lot of great uh comments i'm sure Mm -hmm. on on top of yours so that's right all right i think that does it for our episode this week until next time peace out bye